Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 321. And with me tonight is Aaron Newworth, Jim Dietz, and Daryl Taylor. Hey! We're all back. Three, two, one, contact. Hey, how about that? Hey, yeah, I didn't think about that. that Light of fire. (laughs) Welcome to the Walking Daryl TV podcast. I'm sorry. Yes. We uh, we go to uh, Easy Street 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. They're all my jokes. I just want to get them out of the way. (laughs) Cue the music. We're done here. Wrap it up. Yeah, so we're going to talk about... Oh, Daryl fans, though. This is a nice treat, right? Daryl all by himself for a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. And for all the people who want to know more about the the Reapers, this is also a treat because it kind of lets us know what they're all about. So that's cool. Yeah. As far as a a bunch of stuff, not so much. And for for Dog, he probably got treats. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Season 11, Episode 4, Rendition. Um, and like we've alluded, this is a Daryl-centric episode, uh, which we kind of talked about last week that we'd probably get the uh, events from other characters' viewpoints. So this is this is Daryl's episode. I foresaw that when we were recording. Yes. <laughs> Um, Daryl Thomas over here has yes. Have the bowels. So this is a pretty extended cold open. It prick pick it pricks up. It picks up. <laughs> oh it's pretty. Yes. I mean, I know we all like Daryl. Saw, <laughs> saw a yeah. different version than I did. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. Um, it picks up from pretty much just like episode three did the beginning of the episode picks up from the end of episode two. So this one picks up from the episode end of episode two as well. Um, and we just, we get Daryl's uh, view of the events. And so he confronts one of the Reapers and dog attacks, uh, the, the, the guy. Um, and then the guy picks up dog and throws him off. Daryl throws a knife at, at the guy misses and just runs away. Um, so there's, I, I've noticed it's funny in this this part of the season where it's a lot of like somebody throws something, either hits or misses, and then by the time that person turns around, everyone's gone or everyone. Yeah, everybody's away. Batman. Everybody yes. has yeah, Batman. Right. Uh, days. Everybody has ninja right. vanish powers. Yes. It, right. it reminds me very much of Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. That too. Um, but we catch up here. with. Now I'm not here because through the power of editing, I have moved. Yes. <laughs> I'm over here now. Yeah. Um, but we see an oldie but a goodie where uh, Daryl wipes, uh, finds a walker and wipes all the guts all over him to ah. to disguise in a very, va- very vanity friendly way. By the way, like you know, we're, yeah, we're, wow. we've we've talked about this on Fear also, but we're a long way removed from Glenn and Rick have to put on like an overcoat full of guts to get this thing. Right. Yeah. Now it's just like he's applying mascara the way he puts it on. Yeah. A little bit behind each ear just to get that eau de la zombie. You're good. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, you know, Daryl and Rick, they could have been just overdoing it just because they're so panicked and cautious at that time. They're like, let's get let's get a good amount on here just to make sure. Now they're like, you know, we don't really need that much. <laughs> like, we can just yeah. put a little bit here, a little bit there. Just to freshen it up on a date, you know. Um, and that that's it too. By the way, like we don't even see that Walker get killed, but there's no Walker deaths in this movie. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this episode. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the Reapers finds Dog, um, and uh, I, I at this point in my notes I said he has a mask. It's almost like they're like Knights of the Crusade. Like they have the mask that's you know it's like red with the what you know with the like a white. You know, almost like you'd, you'd envision like a cross on it or something, um, but but very decorative. And 
Um, so at this point, Daryl hears dog barking, and so he goes after him. He comes across this person, um, and lo and behold, it's not a dude at all. It's Leah, who we last oh, yeah. I, I, I could tell it was a lady. I didn't know it was going to be Leah specifically. I mean, you can, you can see. I guess I didn't pay that close attention. Because they showed it like in the last scene, too, the same one with the mask. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's a that's a woman reaper. Who's this going to be? Who's this character? Oh, and that's why he's putting on the cologne. Yeah, yeah. he's getting ready for it. <laughs> oh, that's Lynn Collins. Yes. So here's a here's a question I have, and I I I have my own answer for it, but like, and I I feel like I'm right on this, but these episodes, at least they they were at least like written before they shot the bonus episodes, right? Like this was all planned out, as far as I know. Yeah, that's what I said. That's how I'm taking it. So it's so it because I feel like it is a benefit that actually like this is the one one of the few times where they got a benefit out of having those bonus episodes where it's like. Instead of having to like flashback or whatnot, we already had an episode that built this relationship up. But I, but I do find it interesting that this was the plan from the start, and they basically just got the opportunity to explore that more beforehand by getting the chance to do those bonus episodes for the last season. Like it's just that's neat to me as far as like oh we well we already planned this character. I guess since we have more time now, we can kind of build that into the the fabric of the show already. I think it's. It's a neat it place was, to be. It was cool that it made it more than just a one-off, too, for that character. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. The only time we ever saw it was that one bottle episode. So, and, and given how nonplussed I was about that episode, beyond the fact yeah. that, like, okay, that's neat. Like, give Daryl, you know, a, a, a lady out there. They had a really, whatever. Like, at least that's, it actually has a payoff by having this happen. Now. So right. That's, that's yeah. Just a little more weight. Yep. Yeah. Because like, imagine, you know, if we got to this season and we just were introduced to this person with no context whatsoever, I I don't think we'd take this well, trying to, like, fill in these gaps. <laughs> of, like, no. It, so, so Daryl had a relationship at some point? Like, yeah, know. it makes me wonder, without that, how, yeah, or, or how this would have all evolved. Um, yeah, you know, I wonder, yeah, I, it, I'm just curious how this would have yeah, well, I, if anything, that might be why this episode feels light because there's no B plot to cut to. Because if they did, yeah. if they didn't have that episode, they probably would have used flashbacks, right? So this episode probably would have been longer overall. But yeah. because they don't have to do that now, it's just purely a linear story with no B C plot whatsoever. I was very surprised they didn't include like cutaways to the Commonwealth crew because that's two weeks in a row we haven't seen anything by them. Yeah. From them, sorry. Interesting, um, but yeah, she asks um, about her about Daryl's crew and and the group and wants more information. And he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm not with them. They're I'm not one of them. They're just some guys I saw on the road. Like, I, your your beast's not with me. I'm I'm a loner. You know me. I'm on I'm on my own. Um, and at that point, he Daryl is surrounded by the more reapers and. That's where you get the cold open. Mm. Yes. Then when we get back, we come back from our first break here. Um, They've tied him up. They're dragging him. They have a hood over his head. And he's, it's, he keeps doing the thing with his fingers. I'm assuming he's counting. He's counting how many reapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, I mean, later on, he makes a point of saying like, oh, no, the, that group has X number of people. I think he's trying to make sure he, he exaggerate, you know, he makes sure he doubles you know, more than yeah, doubles. Exactly. Yeah, so he can make it seem intimidating. Yeah. Right. On. Did you like Reaperton? Reaperton. Whatever they call it. <laughs> Reaperton. Sure. Um, it was fun. Like we got people strung up by the, by their legs and yeah. more of that and. It reminded yeah. me of Fallout New Vegas, to be honest. With the way there's a town there where the Legion has people just fight as you walk into town. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delightful. But yeah, he, again, they keep questioning him. He keeps saying, like, look, I'm not with the others. I'm not, I'm not with them. They end up waterboarding him. Uh, yeah. A weird thing to see on 9 11. Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, 
he tells her eventually he tells her that uh, he he did some trading with them and did some chores and they gave him some food he knew them for about a week um and that and that's it so he's he's kind of like i mean this is smart on daryl's part right because he could just he could keep being stubborn and just give them nothing and they would just keep on going and going and going and then ultimately whatever he told them they probably wouldn't believe him so like he's kind of like okay i'll take some of this to make it believable and i'll give them some information that's you know bogus but they'll believe it because you know because i'm giving them something yeah plus they tortured it out of him right or so they think right um so then they put him in a cell and then one of one of the people that were in his his crew from when they got ambushed is next to him and recognizes elijah elijah yeah and uh oh right elijah um and daryl's like man you don't know me like like you know he's like you I, you don't know what you're talking about like you you know he 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 basically Im- intimidates him and gets the his point of cross it was like a i was just waiting for the wink wink right you know like the he looks at he says just because we shared a bag of grain don't mean i give a shit about you it was right. one of the big one of the shits they dropped in this episode right and um he was able to pick up on that and say oh yeah yeah he, he, he was yeah. And he said, go, I'm not your friend anymore. We don't want you here. We don't want you here. <laughs> yeah. Go on, get. Go. Get, get tiny horse. Get. get. <laughs> we don't want you here anymore. And then one tear fell down. <laughs> no. Then Harry, Harry, the Harry from the Harry and the Hendersons looking through the window, nodding yeah. and shake, shaking his head. Like, oh. But I thought. Yeah. Um, I, he was like, Daryl was like, you know, yes, he's yelling those things. He's also like moving his head a lot to just be like, come yes. on. Like, he was, he was he certainly trying to oh, be a character. Oh, yeah. Stupid are you? Just get the hint. Um, but then they take him off to go to go torture him. Um, and she still doesn't believe him. Like he just keeps saying, like, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know those guys. Um, and then they they call for her and lead her away. And th- this is the part where I was confused because. I couldn't really make out who was who. So then I saw that guy laying there and then they did some crazy ritual. And I was like, who's this guy? And why is she like I first at, at first? Cause I guess, I don't know. I don't know if I was busy, too busy taking notes and not, not paying close enough attention or, or I saw a squirrel or something. I don't know. But I thought, I thought for a minute that that was like Elijah and he, they were doing some crazy, like ritual on him and i was uh, like why is she crying uh, like i was i was a little confused i'll admit uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, just, just and then we find out what happened they're fallen reapers and yes know. yeah um Dude. and and that's when the pope comes in after this ritual and says uh god is here and he's angry that'd be jim jones vibes yeah also 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 very strange very interesting that they're showing like a a christian paramilitary group Mm -hmm. yeah considering some of the recent history of you know my bad i said jim jim you said this right it is frost it's not elijah that's with the the it's the other prisoner Um, right it's one of Maggie's friends, right? Frost. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's one yeah. of Maggie's people. It's not Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. See, actually, pay attention to the show. It pays off sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> I just said the wrong name. <laughs> I just, I just, we got to shout out how uh, how cool Richie Coster is as, as Pope. He's an excellent character actor. Did so many good shows and movies. I mean, he was the Russian. He's probably best known as a Russian gangster in uh, The Dark Knight, I would imagine. But mm-hmm. I mean, he he's been in so many things. I mean, from the like, video game Bioshock to like different uh, long the orders. Dogs he was on. are hungry. He was on Let me in. You know, yeah. um, and the, no, absolute, he's, he's, the absolute worst Michael Mann movie, Black Hat. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's that. That's not the keep. Um, he, oh. He's he's a big oh. British. He's a big oh. British t- actor, like TV actor. Also, like he's he's on that like that. He was on that East Ender that East Ender show. That's one like their big thing over there. Uh. He's on happy happy with Chris Maloney too. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Blue, yeah, he was good on that. That was a wild show. So God is. I, I love. I just love when they pull good character actors for these shows. It's great. Uh, God is angry. God's here and he's angry. And then we Darryl, are too. And Daryl said, "What does God need with a starship?" <laughs> <sighs> I think 
That's so yes. bad. He's, he's still celebrating Star Trek Day from the other day. We're sorry about that. Yeah. My bad. Um, but she, uh, she ends up telling Daryl that she was a mercenary before the uh, outbreak. Um, and she, she tried to allude to that though. If I'm not, if I remember right, it's been a while, but then she kind of allude to, she was running ops or something. I don't recall that. I don't, she, she's, she alluded to something like she was running with a group. She was kind of well, in charge. Well, first she said that one of the guys who died was like a little one guy, Turner. This is my notes anyway. And then mm-hmm. they'd been soldiers together then and the mercenaries. Then he was like, you didn't tell me you were a mercenary. Right. <laughs> well, she alluded to a team. I just, I thought, I always thought in my head that she had kind of, you know, somebody had died in the group, and then she kind of broke off from them. And yeah. that's why she was there. That's that's what I recall from that episode. From not from this, episode, but that episode specifically. Right. That that she had something going on, but yeah, not not specifically that she's a mercenary, but that there was something. But it felt like military. It felt like she was. Yeah, there was something sort of something or, something more organized than just right. people that were together. Right. She's only a mere part of the rhythm nation. <laughs> now I want the video. I did like the line, though, where he was like, you know, just give me dog, let me go, and you never see me again. And she just kind of gives him this, like, like total thirst look. It's like, is that what you want? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Plus, dog ain't leaving either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dog, dog immediately turned on Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Or dead. Yeah. He likes the ladies, too. He's like, he's like mommy's home. But then they kind of get into this, like, who left who thing, right? He's like, mm-hmm. I came back for you and you were gone. She's like, well, you right. left. Like you left, and you know, and he's like, "Well, but I came back," and and it's like, "Well, yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that you left." Yeah, um, you left, and then I had to go back with my homicidal killer group and yeah, start murdering people. And so I, she keeps. Will... Sorry, I I just I, I I will say I don't know how up or down you guys are on this episode, but I I do think that the acting is quite strong in all of this. I I do think that both uh, Daryl. Daryl Norman Reedus and and uh, Lynn Collins, I think they're doing and, and Richie Costner for that matter. I do think they're doing the work that's needed to make this stuff work. I yeah, that's, that's not, not the, the most. Issue. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's not the most exciting by comparison, just because it's right. pretty straightforward as far as what's going on. Yeah, and yes, there's a level of repetition because we've seen Daryl be tortured and isolated before. I get I get right. that as well, but I, I can't fault it for you know the stuff that is working, which is like I like seeing good acting on this show and storytelling. Like, and there, there's stuff here that's it's about emotions that these people have because they have a relationship and not just what's the plot going on right this second. There's more to it than that. And I appreciated it. There are a lot of parallels here to Deegan's group as well. I mean, Uh especially later with him, like doing the thing in the fire and just kind of randomly killing a guy from this group to show dominance. Um, It seems more like, you know, uh, religiously and like uh, old school American quote unquote bent though. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. There's we can talk more about. It. I just want Wayne to get there. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so she keeps pushing him for more info, and finally he says he's like, "Look, there's a woman. She's the leader. They talk in code, so I can never really tell you know what was really going on. There's a tall, skinny guy. There's a preacher with a shotgun, and he, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And he's like, there's. Well, you said a tall, skinny guy who never shuts up. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yes, a tall, skinny guy. <laughs> which I guess, which I guess is Negan. It's just I never really think of it as skinny. Like I guess he's yeah. not, he's not hefty, but it's like yeah, I guess he's skinny. I just he's don't pretty thin that. compared to, especially yeah, thin. when tall, you compare Jeffrey thin. Dean Morgan to like the comedian Jeffrey Dean Morgan, or like yeah. um, even some of his other roles. Like he's, I mean, he just doesn't he's like very slim. To, like if I'm describing him, I'm just not like skinny. I'm just thinking well, he looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I don't know. Like, it's, he has that jacket on all his. I don't know. I don't think about it. Yeah. Um, and you know, she's he he tells her there's a lot of them, right? Like that. There's there's like thirty. Yeah. There's yeah. You know, many more that uh, than they have. Like or like three dozen. Is it like three dozen? Is yeah. Like I think he wanted to make sure he he mentioned that there were like multiples of the amount of people that they have right. there. Um. Uh, Excuse me, sorry. And then he wants to know when he can meet Pope, and she says soon. Um, and we got 
that's next. Yeah. And so she she relays all that info back to Pope and says, you know, hey, he, Daryl will be good for, for us. And, you know, he's uh, he's not he's kind of buying it, but not really buying it. But te- I think he's just testing her at the same time. Yeah, it seems like he's testing her. Loyalty um, yeah. Again. Um, and then they take her back to Daryl and um, shut the door. And, or she tells the guy, the other guy to leave. He 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 goes out. It's just the two of them. She unties him and says, "Hey, follow my lead." And she goes up to the door. And once they realize it's you know she can't get out, it's locked. She's banging on the door. And then what? She steps on like a trigger. Is that is that like uh like she stepped on something that set the fire off, right? Because she makes a point of looking down at her foot when oh, she I lifts her foot up. I just assumed there was like kerosene or something on the floor already. She noticed them because they and just because it just it lit from under the door. Like it's like they lit something yeah. outside the door and then okay. just, like you know I just knew came it, in. I just I knew it was convenient. Room, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they start a fire, and at this point, I was so at this point, I thought, okay, maybe she's like she's she's going to set him free and and turn on him and they they figured her out so now they're going to like she's on the outs with all of them um but this fire starts and starts going starts raging pretty good um Daryl tries to get to get them out he can't get you know a, a, he's trying to pull a pipe off the wall and it's too hot and so she points him to this other sawhorse looking thing that has a that has a, a handle on it he's able to bust out the side of the the wall and break the window grabs her pushes her out they both escape um they get they get up and of course they're surrounded she stands up walks over with the rest of the group turns around um and uh, realizes the whole thing was a test from from the you know the all, every bit of it and she was in right. on it too, and leah was in on it too this is um, a good little set piece i like the filming of this it's 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 intense. it looked good I, I i don't know why i just never thought that they were in any jeopardy yeah. there? I thought. Well, that, I I would think yeah, Daryl's not about to die, but I mean, no, not to know. die, but I thought it was all part of the plan in the first place with the with Pope and and her and the group. Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I thought it was a silly plan because uh-huh. why would they burn down one of their own houses to test somebody? Well, when they sell it like that, I just figured, yeah, but it may yeah. him go through something just to see what he would do. Yeah, but the whole fire thing. Yeah, I mean that that can that can go sideways in a hurry. Um, it can, but it's such a but it but TV they love that. Like you know, TV and movies they love the the going through fire. Thing, yeah, especially when yeah. it's a religious kind of group. I I agree with what Daryl's saying. Like, there's the kind of like extra elements of well, they're being extra, but also I in terms of like going so like. The thing that works for me is the fact that, you know, regardless of how silly you might think the Reapers are, I don't not buy them being smart, which says a lot more than various other groups we've dealt with on this show. I, I can be, I can believe that they know what they're doing. They don't seem oh, inco- yeah. they, they don't down, they don't but... seem incompetent. Yeah. We're like mean, they... like the saviors, it's like right. remember all the savior talk we were talking one yeah. second there. You know, yeah. a bunch of macho idiots, and the next second they're like whistling and having all these codes, and they're like experts at everything. So it's like this. This at least like I I can buy that the Reapers know exactly what they're trying to do, even if it's ridiculous. I I still buy the fact that they are, <laughs> it their internal logic makes sense to them. Yeah. So, like I said, the whole thing was was just a a, a test. Um, and then he, even the Pope says something about like being forged in fire, right? Like that's it's something. Yeah. forged in fire or yeah. by God. Yeah. Welcome him. It's exactly. like a whole ritual, not even just a test, but a ritual on top of it. Right. Um, Cause he already doesn't fear death. I mean, they made a point of in the conversation that, you know, that she said he doesn't fear death. Yeah. So I figured that would be the, I guess that probably would make me also think that they were going to do that. You know, that's the way to, for him to see how he he's not, you know, he doesn't panic. He doesn't. Yeah. He even made a point of getting her out first. So I'm sure he looked at that as a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so at this point, like he's, you know, he's now a part of the tribe. So, um, yeah. your Pope brings him back, has a talk with him, pours him a drink. 
and then kind of gives the the backstory, right? That they were all war buddies. They were all in Afghanistan, and you know they were soldiers sure. until they had to become basically. Here, you know, have a tall, tall glass of exposition. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Sit down uh, and relax. Until they had to become mercenaries, and then he talks about the real war was after the fall. So you know, once things started going to hell, that's that's kind of when the real war kicked off for for them at least. Um, and then he talks about how they they ended up holed up in a church, um, surrounded by fire. Like you know, the bombs were going off, everything was getting bombed. They they kind of escaped. They got into this church, and when they came out, basically the it's kind of like the earth was was wiped clean, right? Like the you know mm-hmm. they were saved, and you know they no burns, no scratches, no nothing, um, right. and everything around them was was basically wiped clean, and they they came out. Um, you know, fine. He, he says the word "chosen ones," and at that yes, point, I'm like, "Oh, okay, crazy." Yes, yeah. When they come out, he says, "When he came out of the church, he says that's when I knew that we were the chosen ones." And that, and that's when we stopped believing in things that he said, as far as being legitimately not, you know, sane. Yeah. yeah. And not far, <laughs> and not far away from Strand, right? But Strand kind of hmm. is going through with the whole, you know, I don't die. I haven't died. I've, you know, been through so much. I am chosen, right? I think it's what, I can, well, what we'll see of Strand, yeah. Well, yeah, what we'll see. But, I mean, that whole conversation, you know, that whole speech he did, it just feels like... I mean, I guess in this world, you would kind of... We're not that far away from people feeling that way about anything. Like, whenever there's a any kind of um, a disaster or a, you know, any kind of a, uh, a trial, some kind of thing that happened event when someone survives it they you know you always have some that will cope with it and by feeling like they are chosen to be a lot you know to survive well you look at people now they're that's what i mean in, in our current <laughs> in our, yeah, I know, I mean. yeah. our current society yeah. it's like i didn't get it so clearly i'm not going to it's like that's yeah. not how it works buddy like sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at every like you know 9-11 there you know these there are a lot of different um uh, the news they talk about how a lot of different cults they labeled them as start to come up. Uh, you know, people people do crazy things. I mean, yeah, when well, when you're dealing with fear, I mean, you know, fear of mortality, kind of your way of dealing with it. You in in regards to Pope, um, I will say like again, like similar to what I said about the Reapers, like I I buy him doing the things he's doing and like being in charge. Mm-hmm. That's not to say I think he's the most like charismatic of these various big bads we've had. He's fine. Like you know, we'll see more of him to get more of what he's capable of, I suppose. But uh, I, it like it feels like a guy who I could believe would be able to lead people. You know what I mean? Like similar to Alpha, honestly. Like Alpha had that yeah, ball too, for sure. C- compared to like, you know, while like our main complaint on Fear the Walking Dead, right? With um, what's her name? Um, she's dead now. Um, uh, Madison, not Madison. No, the 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 bad woman. Oh, uh, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Yes, yes. Yeah. There you go. Compared to that, where it's like, okay, you're in charge, but how did you actually get this position? I don't get that. This doesn't yeah. feel like that at all. It, it, it feels no, like, yeah, I, I agree. Right. It feels yes, like yeah. a guy that that is. That I I find him intimidating. I find him mm-hmm. as a person that would legit be a threat in a fight. And someone that, yeah, has probably, you know, has commanded forces before. Like, and I think that that goes a long way as far as if we're going to establish a new big bad group right. that does have similar qualities to other big bad groups we faced, at least I can believe in the, you know, what they're selling. Yeah. All right. Like the saviors have bigger numbers, but these guys are definitely more highly trained, working mm-hmm. together better, but definitely more cohesive, you know, even though it is a similar you know, tactic or situation, it does, right. get, uh, does up the stakes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, give me a Brian Cox vibe. Oh, for hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, absolutely, that, yeah. especially yeah, like striker. like striker, yes, 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 yes. or anything, Brian, anybody, Brian Cox portrays. <laughs> yeah. If he's in charge of something, he. But yeah, I had a very striker vibe off yeah. of him. He pretty much can. He pretty much manipulates through, you know. Yeah. That quiet intimidation, like it's not always the yelling and the stuff, but it's the. It's the way that he's, oh, you know, the way he talks to them. It's you know, like the mind games he plays with them. They don't even think it's a mind game. Yeah. So they welcome Daryl in, and then um, 
then they get they go through like they're kind of honoring the fact that Turner is dead and so they're kind of like praising the guy that carried him back like they're like he carried him on his back 10 miles all the way um and it's funny because leah can see where he's going with this yeah and she keeps telling him to cut it out and he just keeps going so what was the implication is that is that pope was mad because he let turner die or yeah he left he came he didn't he didn't come back with any like it felt like I guess he had a sense that he didn't help him or try to right like yeah defend him or anything he he came back with no you know yeah no injuries he didn't, no he didn't injuries sac- he didn't yeah. sacrifice himself anyway. right 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 um right. and so you know he's not buying the the story of what happens and he literally throws him in the fire and burns him alive. Yeah. In like the most gruesome depiction of yeah. being yes. alive, yeah, I've yeah. Seen so yeah. This isn't like Negan and the furnace, right? Like this is say, it definitely reminded me of that, but this was definitely more graphic. This is, let's hold close. the shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was literally put his face in the fire and then put his boot on the back of his head. Yeah. He held it there, and we and they kept the camera on it. Like, yeah, it's a different. <laughs> it's totally a different look. And, and this is. This is where that acting comes in, I would say. Because yeah. there's, like, Daryl has a great look that he gives to Leah as far as, like, yeah. what a great bunch of people you found for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, like, this, wow. is, so this, this is, is insane. She's your boy, huh? Oh, huh. interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where we leave the episode, is he gets burned alive and everyone else is just standing around watching. So, that's where we leave. the first time, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, this is where we leave Daryl. So that was the episode. Mm-hmm. What did we think? What do you, Aaron? What do you get? How many? How many busters do you give this episode? I mean, I'm more positive than not. Like I, you know, it's a solid like three and a half busters. I, I get that there. It's not the most eventful, and yeah, there's like a big dump of exposition just to establish who these reapers are. But like, I. I didn't not like what I was seeing. Like I, I enjoyed the, I, again, the performances were solid. The establishment of the Reapers I thought was fine. Like it, it does what it's needed to, to, you know, alert us to what these people are about, what their thing is. And yes, it feels familiar because this is the 11th season of the walking dead. So I get that. Like it's, it's going to have a little overlap as far as motivations or what kinds of enemies you have to deal with. Um, and even like the Daryl routine of him being tortured and not giving in and then blah, 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 blah. like, yeah, I I've seen elements of that before, but I wasn't displeased with this episode, I guess, based on presentation, I guess is what I'm going off of. Like I, I, I enjoy what I got. Like I, for an episode that doesn't have any other plots going on, which is rare. Um, I, I like that it had a focus. It didn't feel overlong and it did its job. So three and a half busters. Jim. I was there, and I thought the acting was good, especially with you know Redis and Collins and Richie, and uh, I just really enjoyed the. Um, I, I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed having some of the um, parts of the Reapers filled in for me. Uh, you know, other than them just being badass forest ninjas, now we know a little more about them, and uh, that was cool. So I'll give this report five. Daryl. Uh, yeah, I didn't really have a major problem. I mean, if you, you still, I could get it if you really want more of what's happening and not a pause and then kind of a reveal and explanation of who the enemy is. But, uh, I, I I mean, yeah, the acting was good. The, I mean, they, we got a relevant enemy. Like, I mean, to the point where they made a point of showing how deadly they are to a group that's usually pretty good at, you know, conflict and, you know, to see them get taken apart, even, even their heavy hitters get, get taken down and given pause. I mean, you know, so it really makes them a relevant threat. And, uh, you know, the leader of this group, he feels like he's a true leader of this group. Like he commands everybody's attention when they come in the room with him. Uh, and Daryl, like, kind of, rec- I like how Daryl recognizes him right away. Like, there's not even a question that he that he is the guy. Game respect, uh, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a good episode. I, I give it a three, three out of three out of five. It's good. It's a good episode. It's just, I'm, you know, 
again, it probably suffers for this is a long, you know, this this show has went on for a long time and they've fought many an enemy. And mm-hmm. so, and every time you need to, but you need to know who the enemy is. You just can't have them just be, you know, walking, killing machines and, and no reason behind it. So you need it. Um, I'll give it a three. I, um, I, I, I guess I was less enthused about the, this episode. If it, honestly, if it wasn't for the acting, this would be like a two, two and a half for me. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I, I mean, I yeah. agree that the, the performances were great. I mean, Lynn Collins mm-hmm. and, and Norman Reedus, um, you know, definitely uh, gave really good performances. I, I just I, the whole this whole bit with these guys being religious fanatics, and it's it's like I, I, I guess it's too close to like you know culty. Like we just saw that with Teddy, so it's like now we have another yeah. cult, and to some degree we've kind of seen seen it with the Whisperers. Um. So I, I don't know. I just I maybe I've just got, and it's the last season. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I, there's not much left to go. But I don't know if I have like big bad fatigue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I I guess I would I would have liked for them to more just have some other kind of um adversity to overcome, and not just another group that wants to kill them or another group that they're having to to find a way to fight. Um, it's, it seems like with the episodic show, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I'm no, sorry. But it seems um, a lot of times with these kind of episodic shows where they have to have a villain over a long uh, story arc or whatever, um, that the villains end up being kind of samey. I've noticed this with other, other shows too, um, like The Flash, for instance. Like pretty yeah. much every villain they had after the second and third season was another speedster, right? Um, so I can, I can totally see that point of view as far as you know, this this group being very uh, you know, reminiscent of other things that we've already seen. I think part of my thought here comes down to, I don't expect Pope to be this everlasting villain. Like mm-hmm. I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he and the Reapers are not a factor by the end of this half season or this mm-hmm. third season. I just, because I, because there's just so much Commonwealth stuff that's coming up. I'm, I'm assuming all of this, like I could be completely wrong and Pope's, you know, it's the final episodes of showdown between Pope and Daryl on a cliff or something. I don't know. But like the, for the time being, my thought is, yeah, it's a little samey, but I just don't expect it to be around that long. Like there's not many of them for one thing. And I mean, what, how, how, what, what, how much story can you get out of this? Like, I don't expect much. So yeah, it, it feels more like a speed bump than, you know, a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope I, you're right. I hope yeah. you're right. Because we've been like we said, we've been down this road before. So. Exactly. Yeah, and I, and I, I mean, I don't like giving too much credit to the show. You know this, but I like. I think I could give it a little credit. Just thinking, yeah, we can't hold on to this for a super long period of time. I, we can do what we need to for the time being, and then move on to whatever else. Yeah, if the, if this ends up being kind of like you said, a speed bump more so than a roadblock, then I think I think maybe I'll come around on it. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm just I'm just beyond. I'm just so over the. Like the the big bad, I I, th- I think they they can have enough drama and adversity just with what they entirely fair with with I what they have to face between like you said between Commonwealth between trying to rebuild Alexandria, um, you know I think I think I think there's enough meat there that that this maybe I I don't know I guess I just no I hear you and uh, I get what you're saying dude totally. yeah yeah and I, I I you know I look forward to seeing what. The next step is, but at the time being, it's like, yeah, all right, that's just my assumption for now. And but you know, the, the other fact, the other factor is, Pope's not in the comics, so there's that. I, I, at least from one angle, it's like, well, I, I know there's not a deeper thing that I have to, you know, wait to see happen because there's no connection to the actual comics with other things that are going to happen or presumably going to happen in some way. So it's, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. But to so uh, the other side to your point, uh, Russ, is that you know, what if they don't when they don't or you know they end up with too much you know they bite up more than they can chew before the end of the season you know what i mean because right. like you said the, the commonwealth stuff this stuff this stuff all this they have too many flying you know plot points all together to like actually you know stick to the landing because they have too many things going on that'd be a that'd be a different you know whole different problem i guess We'll just wait for uh, Rick Grimes two with the popening the second movie in the <laughs> walking dead universe <laughs> right <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. So that's what we thought. Uh, what did the Facebook group have to say over at facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast? Not a damn thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, every week we ask for your help with our show by uh, joining us by chiming in with your busters over at the, uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. Every week we get uh, wonderful listeners who are nice enough to help us out with that. This week... Mike Jones uh, chimes in with three waterboardings out of five. When the curtain is pulled back and we see the Reapers, it just didn't work for me. They come off like your usual bad guy jerks um, wearing their spirit Halloween outfits. It felt like there were five people there, even though Daryl mentions 15 of them. It doesn't appear they have a compound, just them hanging out around a bonfire by some random buildings. Uh, Mercenaries don't march down the middle of the road dressed like Slipknot and get results. You never seen Halloween around here, buddy. Um, we've, all, we've seen all this uh, Daryl as a prisoner stuff before with the Saviors, and it was executed much better. Take everything cool about Negan away and you get Pope. I didn't expect their leader to look like a Mythbusters meets Walter White cosplay with a Colonel Sanders voice. Okay. Uh, I did enjoy seeing Leah coming back, and I think she saved this episode. In my opinion, once she heard Daryl say he came back for her, that's where her loyalty went. She's not going to let the Reapers kill him. No way she buys the story but she pretends uh, to so she won't get executed. If I don't think she makes it out of the sh- I don't think she makes it out of the show alive. If she dies, people can at least keep wanting the never going to happen Carol relationship. I am betting on a Reaper battle wiping out a lot of main cast since the show was overall the episode kept my interest but didn't set my face on fire. It's good, man. I took out for that guy in the show. So. Uh, Brent Jones uh, chimed in with four lone wolves out of five. I couldn't help but think the place Maggie disappeared to is within a week's walking distance, and yet no one horsed it over to check on her once. Uh, enjoyed this once more than la- one more than the last two, even if we have seen Daryl be prisoner before. I could buy a group of soldiers who would still be out there, even if their leader is generic brand Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, I feel like we've seen this angle before, though, where someone in our group covers for one of ours and will die for it once revealed, or maybe she flips sides to our guys and Maggie and winds up getting her killed. Hopefully they wind up back in Alexandria soon. Uh, Richard Sherrington, four. Please don't play Easy Street again out of five. I was wondering if this is Easy Street 2.0. At the start, I thought if Dog dies, I riot. Uh, Enjoyed this episode, getting to know a background on the Reapers. Now we know Walter White. As soon as I saw Pope, I saw Heisenberg. Didn't really die at the end of Breaking Bad. He instead became a military contractor called Pope. But he is quite hot-headed, just like the Reaper he threw in the fire. And finally, Kevin Barry wrote in with um, 3.5. Daryl should have just told the Reapers he can take down the tank, and he could have avoided a lot of torture out of five. <laughs> I could take down the tank. Outside of Daryl getting back with the girl, there was nothing all that surprising in this episode, and Pope seems to be a mix of Alpha and Negan. Makes his people wear masks and burns his people when they disappoint him. But I like people... Daryl focused on episodes... Oh, I like the Daryl-focused episodes, sorry, and the angle... Of religious mercenaries, I am interested to see how it plays out. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we just got uh, a, 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 just literally while I was reading this, we got a new uh, Buster from the legendary Buster giver himself, Yukiyoshi Sawada. I need to have a, I need to hydrate for this one moment. Oh, did he write a lot? <laughs> I know how uncharacteristic of him, huh? <laughs> Four family-friendly flaming fires out of five. Wow, that was good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to let me welcome you to Dubai. One. So we all saw Leah being a Reaper coming, right? No, I didn't. Also, we did not get confirmation in this episode if Dog is okay. Two. Asking Daryl over and over about his group made me wonder: Are we sure these guys don't work for the Commonwealth since they keep asking the same questions too? I don't think so. Uh, maybe, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, three, smart of Daryl to act like he was just trading with the group. He's stubborn for keep it up since no one is or cares to believe him, though. Four, Leah saying she lost one of her brothers she's been with annoys me. Leah, I'm sorry to hear you're the only one in your world with your problems. <laughs> it's almost like instantly attacking people with talking might just get some of your family killed. Just my opinion. Five, oh no, there is a cult. Only this one is both military and religiously driven. This one might be tougher than the hippie one on Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, six. Wait, you wasted gasoline and risked a family member to test Daryl? Ten years and these people haven't learned the importance of rationing resources. It's Seven. wood. 
Wood burns. It's not hard. <laughs> uh, seven. Pope, I've seen a lot of things before and after the fall that you can't imagine. Daryl, like a full militia at your gate, cannibals, nuts who were, wore dead skin. Pope, holy shit. I mean, yes, much worse. Their skin, huh? Eight. Bossy, you did what was expected of a soldier or a worker ant either. It died for it, but you did attack people with no cause to yet, so no mercy for you. Great family, you got Leah. Nine. I missed last week, but love the casing for Herschel. Just had to say. Casting. I think it means casting. Oh, casting. Yeah, I was going to say. For a, li- for a little Herschel. Right. He wasn't a sausage. He wasn't in a casing. So. Not yet. It's early in the season. Ten. Terminus could come back. Yeah. A couple predictions for the endgame, if I may. Maggie will take the role of comic Rick, and Judith and Herschel will fill in for Coral and Sophia. Try not to get spoiled. The walking facts. Bossy died in the same way that Emma Carson died, being burned alive in a fire pit by their leader after a perceived betrayal. Only Negan used a furnace instead of a fire pit. Yep, mentioned that earlier. Uh, Leah's last name is revealed to be Shaw. Okay. And we'll never say it again. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be on the test, so. The name of the Reaper that attacked Maggie Reed's group in Home Sweet Home is revealed to be Montano. Daryl Dixon confirms that he is not religious in this episode, although he was at one point. Yep, this episode features no on-screen walker deaths, only an off-screen kill by Daryl Dixon confirmed through him using its guts to do, uh, disguise himself. My mistake. Agatha's corpse has strung up the entrance to the Meridian, despite the fact she was devoured by walkers in the previous episode. Uh, furthermore, the corpse displayed is almost intact, but would certainly be badly mangled, even if the Reapers were to somehow recover it. Kampai! Thank you, Yukiyoshi. It's been a minute. If you, too, would like to be uh, featured in the uh, podcast and be a part of the show, you can, too. Go to the Walking Dead TV Podcast Facebook group and leave your messages there every week. And let us know what you think. Cool. Well, great. Um, thanks, everyone, for writing in. Um, you can certainly do that, like I said, over at facebook.com slash group slash WDTVpodcast, um, where Jim will read them weekly um, as we get them in. Um, that'll about do it for, for this week, unless any of, any of you have anything else to, to bring up. Um, um, I know Aaron does another show. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do plugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, Business I, outside I of want, the plugs. No, yeah, okay, I, no. I just wanted because I wasn't here last week. I just wanted to note that I liked Hunted. Uh, I liked the the um the, the kind of the 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 uh, I know we're on this episode now, and that was last week. But the 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 Maggie Negan stuff, I think that's that's good material, and I I look forward to seeing where it goes from there. Cool. Well, just wanted to throw cool, that man. Excellent. So, where else can where where can people find you on the internet these days, Mister New Earth? Um, I do a number of things. I do have another podcast, like Jim mentioned, It's called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. My friend Abe and I we co-host a weekly podcast where we talk about the weekly movie releases. Uh, this past week, we just talked about that movie that uh, left my mind malignant. It's wonderful. Um, it's nuts. Um, it's, oh, uh, really? It's lot, there's, uh, a lot, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to talk about. We had a lot of fun talking about it. Oh, it was nuts, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't think we. I don't think we didn't use the word nuts, Gonzo, crazy, insane, or any others, uh, because why? Those are the ways you describe it. Um, those are some words to describe it. Yeah, they're accurate. Where <laughs> there are some words to describe it. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. But we do uh, all kinds of episodes, including some horror shows that are going to come up uh, in the coming month because we always do those for October. That's that's uh, really enjoyable. And look forward to doing that. Uh, I write for some sites. We live entertainment for my Walking Dead write-ups as well as my movie reviews. Along with Weiss of Blue and Variety occasionally, and I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Excellent, Daryl. Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can uh, find me and Russ on Gotham My Geeks. We just did our 200th episode, uh, so that would probably be dropping by the time this episode uh, drops as well. So. Uh, Join us for that. We also, with nothing's on, we, we just got into a whole bunch of movie and TV news. We're getting ready for the the big return of all the new shows and the return of the old shows that are 
had the mid you know mid season plus we stop. did some re- we did some reviews for Shang Chi we did yeah. reviewed Malignant uh, reviewed Demonic yeah uh, a bunch of TV shows too so so we got all that out there and uh, also you can check out uh, Retro Movie Geek uh, in October we we are covering vampires for our uh, Halloween. Uh, special. We usually do something for Halloween too for the month. So uh, all our all our movies are, are vampire themed. So that was a lot of fun. We recorded pre recorded all that stuff. So uh, that'll be dropping pretty soon since September is almost over with, which is crazy. Yes. Uh, and uh, everything else, it's all on the Taylor Network. Uh, you can look on the website and or check the feeds. Uh, there's a Taylor Network feed everywhere. There's some kind of a thing that you can get podcasts from. So check it out there. There's a guy going hungry to feed his family. Exactly. There's a guy beating up on another guy because he doesn't go to the same church. Exactly. Be there. So, Jim, where can people find you, speaking yeah. of which? Well, like Daryl said, nothing's on. We just dropped our new episode. That was pretty great. And, um, you know, I'm very modest about my podcast. Also, uh, at the um, the BrandonPetersShow.com, starting back this week, uh, Brandon and I will be hitting, going back to Moonbase Alpha for Space 1999, doing an episode-by-episode breakdown of the second season, which is way wackier and strange than the first season. We just recorded the first few episodes. I know the very first episode uh, has um, Brian Blessed, uh, with a painted on mohawk and a giant computer using uh, like water bomb technology. It's pretty great. So you definitely want to listen to that. Uh, BrandonPetersShow.com is where you can catch that. And Taylor Network Podcast is where you can catch nothing on. Excellent. Uh, and you could just stay here at HHWLED.com um, for this very podcast to hear me. And then, like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks. Um, for all the goings on over there. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we will be back next week for episode five um, of the walking dead TV podcast. We're getting into the back half of the first third of the last third of the last. Uh, you got this. <laughs> you, can do it. this. you can do it. Buddy. Of the last 24. <laughs> um, so yeah, the end, the end Very is, well. is approaching. Um, so thanks everyone. again. The end is nigh. Yes. Um, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, trial by fire. That's not how you smoke a head. That's, oh. how, you smoke, that's not how you smoke your meats. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. bad, bad fire technique. <laughs> yes. Bad fire puns. I think it worked. And, and don't start a fire to I your tried. to one of your buildings uh, to to prove a point. That that's that's a bad way to prove a point. Only you can prevent cult fires. Yes, that build that building was one day away from retirement. Exactly. I know. You just you just put the last pavement on his yacht called the Live Forever. Mm, poor poor building. <laughs>